How would Morrissey describe it? Tawdry, probably very tawdry, perfunctory. I, I, I just wouldn't, I don't understand the necessariness of it. It's entirely juxtaposed against, a, 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 you know, a, realist, a realism that is not there, a situation. Perfect. My yeah. barber, we were discussing loads of things because we were obviously started to talk about music, seeing as he's in a band and being tour manager and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I told him, this is like episode 60 of the first series of Top Content, talking about how Morrissey has got a residency. <laughs> at Caesar's Palace because yeah. we were talking about the the awful Britney doc. It's a great doc, but you just feel awful for Britney. Where where is that? Because I need to watch that. Is that on? It's it was on FX here, oh. so it's probably on. You can get it. All right. It's it's by the New York Times, and it's about an hour fifteen long, and it's it's a it's a wonderful documentary, and you just come out of it going, oh, poor woman. Justin Timberlake does not come out of it well, but then again. None of the media come out of it well because they go, So, Brittany, are you a virgin? Why not? Is your sexy music bad for America because you're giving little boys and even bigger men hard-ons and you're only 19? Uh, things like that. Yeah. It's it's all weird. Don't need to watch it now. You've told no. me everything. Yeah. No, it's... What was I talking about? I'm losing that train of thought. Morrissey. Getting told. Yeah, Morrissey. Where we both, and he just basically went, I, I like the Smiths, but I hate Morrissey. And we both went, Yes! Because Morrissey, you're a, you're a dick. I'm not even. I'm not going to beat that bit out because it, it just is. It's, <laughs> it's such such a shame. He's <laughs> such a. <laughs> oh, oh, never gets old. Uh, dearie, mate. But right, yeah. What was it? Oh, yeah. What was I talking about before that? Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds yeah. with Dharma. No, Greg. Yeah. It's good. It is very good. But what I, I, I think... What's, it, what's we, the uh, Sonic logo for Criminal Minds? Because if Law and Order have got... Doof, doof. They, they haven't got one. What is, I think, is the, is the their thing is is the idea is that when basically Mandy Patinkin, when they do the profile, they set it up as Mandy Patinkin is filmed in the location of where they're doing the scene to the all of the amassed law enforcement. And then suddenly you see him stood, it cuts to him, and he stood there, still in, technically in the room, or it looks like it, and then suddenly the background changes. So they filmed the scene three times, and then is they this... edited it together. So they, he's green screen behind it. So they film, they basically put a backdrop of the scene and then change it to like a, a reconstruction of it. It's it, it's really, I was like, whoa, this is this is really cool. Yeah. Is it about psychology, the the psychology of crime? They they are, they are. He is the main, the best profiler that the FBI has in their behavioural analysis unit. Got you. What, what, which, was, I, which was created in the, uh, the TV series Mindhunter. Right. Okay. So so he's in that. And, and, and then everybody else, it's, it's his team. It's it's right. like CSI, but instead of being the investigative they, crimes, they investigate behaviour. in Miami. They, yeah, they, they basically go... They they work out all this out and then they fly to on a Gulfstream to to wherever they are needed. The drop of a hat is that the one? I, had, where... I watched an episode last night. Now there are there, there's 15 seasons of this, 22 episodes. So this is a mammoth undertaking we've gone for here. But there was an episode, and I had to, I immediately questioned it. Just the, the logistics of this because they're in Quantico, which I think is in Virginia. Am I correct on yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so so that that's a training base. So they. One of the team was on a train going to visit a prisoner in, in, in Texas and the bloke on the train 
I'll describe the entire episode, but it's uh, Chris Bauer who's been in a multitude of things with The Wire and all sorts of stuff. And he has is going to demonstrate how rehabilitation works with a doctor because he's bipolar. He's got manic depressive. That's what he is, manic depressive. He's taken, and then he just has a, a. He's got voices talking to him and telling him, and he basically takes everybody on the train hostage. They're in Texas. Yeah, they, but that's psychosis. That's not manic depression. But anyway, hang on. Okay. Right. They said they've got three hours to sort this out before he kills everybody. So they somehow managed to get from Quantico in Virginia to West Texas, right? West Texas? Yeah, in two hours. Yeah, doable. Is it? Yeah. Right, okay. I'm glad I'm glad, you, I'm glad we've sorted that out. If we've nothing else from this episode, we've talked it out that because I thought, is that achievable? Yeah, doable, more than doable. Is that flying in, a, in an F-16 or something? No, in a in a Learjet, that's pretty uh, decent. Okay, well, that's the word. Everybody was fine in the end, by the way. Was, yeah, because right. being bipolar, you wouldn't normally do that unless it was a major episode. But that he, would be he, psychosis and not bipolar. He, he thought he had no. I say he wasn't. He was manic depressive. Apparently, he was manic depressive. That's no, what they but, said in the episode. Yeah, I know. But manic depressive is the old manic depressive is a lot a better descriptive name of what bipolar is. So, and he because thought he had it, it, a, a, a microchip in his arm, but he didn't. And they wanted the higher authorities to come and take it away. So, yeah, that's that's anyway. that's that that sounds. No, that's not bipolar. Isn't Criminal Minds the one where somebody left, like a, a cast member left, and they got round it by sacking loads of people in one scene? I might be ruining the whole series for you now. No, um, no, no, because I've already, I've already checked all this stuff out. They, they, um, they, they sack a few people and they, they promote a couple of people, and that was their excuse to bring in a, a couple more new cast members. Yeah, and I don't think it lasted long after that. No, they tried to. No, they, they, yeah, they've done all that. There's a number of people that leave and then come back, and or they sack them and then they have to bring them back because people kicked off about it, kind of thing. In a fa- kind of very kind of meta kind of Family Guy kind of way, where it went well, and then people managed to get it brought back. The thing with Greg... And Brooklyn Nine-Nine, for that matter. Rest in peace. R.I.P. The thing with Greg, Dharma and Greg, Criminal Minds, he looks like the human embodiment of Stan from American Dad. (laughs) And I can't think away from that because (laughs) I have a very linear brain. Yeah, yeah, he does, yeah. See, this is the problem I'm having at the moment watching Coronation Street because, to me... Debbie Dingle, not Debbie Dingle, sorry, Debbie Webster. 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 It's from right. Johnny Briggs. Yeah, no, it's not that. Because <laughs> I, I thought, oh, it's it's yeah, from Casualty, right? But she, every set with the way she's dressed, she she looks like a cross between Cruella Deville and Annie Lennox. <laughs> so she's swatting about the street, trying to cross Ray Crosby. Ray no, Crosby. It's right. Ray Ray Crosby. Crosby. He's got the least convincing Manchester accent. I love that actor. I love him. I think he's. He's from Birmingham. His name Mark. I can't remember his second name. Mark. It's Mark something or other. Anything he acts in, he embodies the character. But this, yeah, it sounds like he's. (laughs) All right, Noel. All right, Liam. I'm off to Turkey. When I'm going to Turkey. But, you know, but she does. Every time I'm expecting it to break out into a Mancunian rendition of Walking on Broken Glass or, you know. (laughs) Kevin, Kevin, there's a thorn in my side. Thorn in my side. What do you expect me to do about it? Exactly, yeah. No more I love yous, Kevin. I like how Abby, the former junkie, no matter what, before she goes to work in the garage, puts on some beautiful makeup. Like, not, not, she's not overly made up, but she's got a nice foundation and she's got a good base. The right amount of blusher, the right amount of mascara, the right amount of eyeshadow. She looks 
lovely. It's a natural makeup, but it's definitely makeup. <laughs> and before she goes anywhere, the other day, she was in Ray Crosby's office. Ray Crosby. When she thought she could hear something. They're in the fucking fridge. Yeah. And she's still done beautifully. It's it's like she's she's walked from having her makeup done in Selfridges or Sephora. Bit of a, a dual uh, reference there for the American and uh, British market. And, but um, uh, an old colleague of mine, Steve, said, how does the bistro have such a fucking large walk-in fridge? It's a tiny bar in a viaduct. <laughs> Yet the walk-in fridge is the size of a boardroom. <laughs> if Ramsey did Kitchen Nightmares from Weatherfield, he'd walk into that and go, well, this is a fantastic facility. I wish most Michelin-starred restaurants had such a large walk-in. <laughs> and then he'd come out and he'd see Ray Crosby and he'd go, such a The stupid thing is about Ray Crosby, so he's getting into the car with his... Scottish lawyer, because all lawyers in Coronation Street are Scottish. Are Scottish. Um, this one, so think, this one though, I doesn't think, look like Poundland Gerard Butler. No, but I think I, th- I'm sure he was a solicitor from Dream Team when Linda oh. Block, who is now Carla, Carla, was married to Eddie Block, and I'm sure he was a solicitor then. <laughs> That's Linda but, Block from Dream Team. But, but the thing is, though, when, you, you know when you, he got, you know when he got into the car though, and Ray Crosby goes, "I need to go back to the flat to pick up my dad's watch. He gave me a Rolex." And he's like, going, "Oh, is that what he said? I wasn't really watching, right? Okay, yeah." And, and I, I'm not up to date. Like, you can you can buy a new Rolex from the airport. Yeah, but my dad gave me that watch. I need to go get it. So he went and got it, <laughs> and then the police were there. He's like, "You shit bag." Could have seen of, that of, coming. Of all the things you've done, Ray Crosby, of all the brilliant, you almost knocked down half of Coronation Street, <laughs> and not even not even the side that needed knocking down, but the new builds next to Underworld, and you weren't allowed to do it. The, the thing is, though, with your state, your comments about it, it's, it's, it's amateur, it's amateurs, but it, it, that's what he do. He, he sounds like Ian Brown on the on the was it the Late Late Show where he walks <laughs> off <laughs> amateurs when the when when the power goes off. But no, with that comment about the makeup, you you you've channeled my my missus there quite brilliantly because anytime we're watching anything on television, it's quite funny. I I'm terrible for going straight onto IMDb or having to find out what's that what's that person been in. What's that? I can't I can't stop myself. It's yeah, it's, it's like really an really bad. OCD. Oh, it's terrible. Where well, she'll come on, stay, still got a full face of makeup on, eyelashes are perfect. Look at that, and she's only just got up or whatever. She, I'm thinking she's right. She, she's absolutely right. You know, it, it, it's it's. It's not realistic. It's absolutely spot on. Why? Why are they? T- why is she dressed like that when she's just got? Supposedly just got out of bed. And literally, Abby, yeah. Abby, and Kevin don't even need to walk five meters from their front door to where they work. Yeah, she doesn't have to impress anybody. No, let alone her partner. No, her son and their friends and acquaintances of the local community. But for those five meters, she puts on full but natural makeup to work in overalls. Yeah. This is the same frigate who let an engine block drop on her shoulder. She's a liability. Do you know why? Because <laughs> of all that smack. All that smack. <laughs> this is why her kids have gone to Australia. Do you know why? Because they like Weetabix. <laughs> can, can I just say that this professional development review of hers has not gone well. <laughs> that we've just conducted in podcast form. It's gone very badly. <laughs> I like the fact that in real life, though, Abby is with Tim. 
Yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. I really like that. It just it's super cute because Tim is a great character. However, yeah. they keep forgetting that only three years ago he became public about his dyslexia. Right. And he worked a long time, well, probably four or five years. As an actor, now, the actor became... It, no, no, the, the character. The character, Tim, right. Metcalf. Right. This is before Jeff came into it, who, right. who was a full-time professional hospital radio disc jockey. It's not a thing. Which reminds me, we know who was doing the fucking script editing on Corrie then. Your yeah. fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Tim was severely dyslexic, and Faye, before she had the kid or after, I don't know, taught him how to read and Sally helped and all of that. And then now Sally uses really long words in front of him and then explains them and he goes, ah, I know. It's like, well, you didn't four years ago. So what, have you got like word a day toilet paper? It's very incestuous, isn't it? Because you've got, you've got in the show, you've got Abby going out with Kevin Webster, who is Sally. Ex-wife, ex-husband, sorry. Yeah. And then off the show, you've got Sally's husband, Tim, going out with Kevin's partner. But like, like, it's fair. But like, I mean, Debbie, it's a love quad. It is a love quadrangle, a square. But you know, like that- Debbie said in the fridge, <laughs> Kevin, you. Well, Sally was getting over cancer. You were having an affair with your colleague's wife, and you had a kid who's now lost a foot. So you've got no chance to talk. Hang on, the child's lost a foot. Yeah, Jack does, lost a foot, didn't he? Did he? Yeah. How? Got a, I, I can't remember. They they did a whole thing about him losing his foot. He then went on a camping weekend with a prosthetic foot in a welly. That's just asking for bother. But you, we're talking about Cory and Criminal Minds, which what, <laughs> debuted on American TV in 2004. But, yeah. uh, the, the kids nowadays are watching Bridgerton on Netflix, which yeah. I think is is made by the people who made Grey's Anatomy, which is a very, very funny joke about medical students and physiology that I think a lot of the viewers won't understand. And now she's made a show for Netflix called Bridgerton. One of the main actresses in Bridgerton is Sally's daughter in real life. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Corrie is now providing actors, literally spawning them, for the world television market. Because the son in The Undoing with Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, yeah. The kid in it is the son of Eileen Grimshaw's half-sister. The one that Eileen used Grim- to... On. Eileen Grimshaw's half-sister who used to go out with Brian... Right. ...on the streets. Can't remember yeah. her name. Her son in real life is the son in The Undoing. Right. But yeah, here we are complaining, you know, commenting that Abby's overdone the makeup to go walk five metres to Webster's Auto Centre. It's not really a centre, is it? It's more just like it's a not, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's not, yeah. It's an auto. Auto, auto centre. It's amazing how much, how much of Hollywood's new talent has come through the streets. Look at the roaches. And I'm not yeah, yeah. talking about what you put in your roll-ups. Uh, or, or, the, or the poor hygiene on, on the cobbles. But no, but... But yeah, but actually, there's another point. Actually, Webster's Auto Centre. Hang on, there's three full-time members of staff there, yeah, and they're only working on two cars a day tops. Yeah, how, how is one that? Ramp. How is that business model working? How is that business model going? Yeah, but effectively, it's just been given a cash boost because a he's not furloughed anybody because Kevin is a good boss. Even yeah. though Tyrone yeah. does own half the business now, although he should have been given more, seeing as Kevin was fucking his wife. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, and he's just got a massive cash boost because he sold it to Ray Crosby, didn't he, for over the market price. And now yeah. he's got his money back, back and he still owns it. He so can he's to have a shave he, then, can't he? He's effectively had a yeah, but if he if he <laughs> if Kevin Webster had to shave now, and I mean everything, he would look like Coco the monkey from Coco Pops. <laughs> you know what it takes that makes the milk taste chocolatey? <laughs> yes. But maybe he should. It's Nanny's homemade marmalade on toast. That'd be preferable, wouldn't it? Let's be fair. Wigan. 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 Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Top Content in Your Ears. Don't forget to like and subscribe at podfollow.com slash topcontentpod. That will open us up in your favourite podcast app. You can find us on social media at Top Content Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. And as usual, Top Content has been a Top Content production. Mm-hmm.